wrestling fanatics, welcome to the Queen's Takeover. Thank you for joining us as we take over the podcast world. It's your girl Kat, aka the Texas Sports Queen. We also have the Carolina Boss Lady Kayla. Hello. And our resident adjuster, Jolie. Sup. Well, before we get into the topics for this week, we do have to send our congratulations out. She was just on the show last week, but there is a new cruiserweight queen in Synergy Wrestling. So congratulations, Casey Catal. She did become the new Synergy Cruiserweight Crown Champion on Friday. So welcome to the royal family, honey. Congratulations. I guess she didn't even that after all. Nah, no. Oh, my God. I saw a couple of clips on Twitter and everything. Whew, it's like t- uh, put the guy through a table. She got a kendo stick involved. It's like, yeah, she really took it to his ass big time. Mm-hmm. And, and we do want to have her to come back and talk what it was like for that match. So if you hear this, Casey, give us a shout yeah, out. Hit us, yeah, hit us up. Hit us up big time. All right. So next, next pay-per-view is War Games. As Mr. Regal, I, nobody can do it as good as Regal and everything. So we definitely, there's only four matches, but we definitely want to get some predictions out of the way for that. I want to start with the men's war games match because number one, the teams are already set. And number two, I have to do something I don't like to do. And that's admit when Jolie's right about something. What? So, <laughs> okay. So let me paint the picture. Uh, NXT at the end of the, at the end of the mat, uh, at the end of the show is the main event. Pete Dunne, Kyle O'Reilly for the men's war games advantage. Kyle O'Reilly's on the top of a ladder, and a, and a mystery man pops up in a mask and knocks him off. And so people are automatically assuming it's McAfee, but even though he said he wasn't going to be there. But I looked at looked at the guy who it actually was. He's a little skinnier than McAfee. So remember how you said a few weeks ago there might be a fifth mem- fifth person involved? Yeah. And so I don't know necessarily if it's Finn, but I think you may have been right about that, hun. And so I hate admitting it. I mean, when that guy came running out, I'm like, well, that's not McAfee. It's not stocky. And it could have been Finn. That that is one. But, you know, I'm I'm just it it could be somebody else. I don't know who yet. Um, But I do like the fact that Undisputed Era does not have the advantage. Because every time they've had the advantage, they've lost war games. Okay, because I didn't know how it turned out the first. I didn't watch the first one, but of course I watched. I watched the last one. The the last two that they've had, they've had the advantage, and they've lost those last two. Okay. Okay. So at least two out of the three that they have been in, they have lost. So I'm I'm kind of and since they are the baby faces this time, it makes sense since they are heels. Again, it, if it's Finn, then. I called it from step one when I said that he, Ridge Holland, and those two, uh, Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch, were teaming up together. If it's not, then I don't know. I mean, we also have to say who the hell the other ghost face is. I mean, I still say that's Austin Theory, but we will find out. Me too. Um, so let's go into that match first the triple threat match since that's i want to look into something while you go over to the triple threat match for the u.s american north american title (laughs) okay all right so we'll get back to predictions for the men's war games in a second then okay so triple threat north american title match leon ruff defending against gargano and damian priest uh kayla 
Who's your horse on this one? <laughs> As I was writing my notes down, I was thinking on this one. I'm like, Gargano can do the Gargano way, coming on top. Damian Priest can do his way. Leon Ruff is a smaller of all of them, which he could probably outsmart them. Um, this is really tough. Um, but I'm just going to go out on the limb and just say Leon Ruff's going to retain. He's going to overpower Gargano and Priest because just that vibe how Priest and Gargano's been going back and forth. What's going to happen? They're going to feud. They're going to go after each other, kind of forget about them. And that's when he's going to mm-hmm. sneak in. I could be wrong, but I'm just going to go on a limb and say Ruff is going to retain because somebody else might come back and ruffle him up a little bit more and win that title. So, um, yeah. Right. So I'm just going to say Leon Ruff's going to outsmart him. If you don't win, buddy, I'm sorry, but I got faith in you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, especially with on Wednesday night, how he was with the KO show and everything. It's like, you can tell he's like getting his confidence a little bit, little by little and everything. And so I am happy. So I am happy to see that and everything. As far as like this match is concerned, um, Leon would be kind of like my dork would be like my uh, wild card to win and everything only because it's like, he's got it's triple threat. It's like a little bit extra stacked against him and everything. So I'm actually going to go for um, I'm actually picking Damian priest to win. Yeah. Cause Gargano. No, 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 no. We're not going to happen again. So uh, we're going to, there's going to be a, a second two-time champion. Jolie. I think that Johnny loses. And I think that this will be the push for him to go to main roster, hopefully. And I feel that it's either going to be Leon Ruff who retains, or like you said, Damian Priest, because I don't want a three-time champion. I can't stand Gargano right now. And I just want him off NXT and, Oh, and I think there might be a fifth match. Thinking about it, uh, Thatcher versus Champa. Oh, that that's gonna be killer. Um, yeah. All right. So I was doing a little research. Okay. And it's plausible that it could have been Finn, but I'm thinking of skinny guys in NXT UK. It could have been either Tyler Bate, or it could have been Jordan Devlin. Hmm. Okay. Because Devlin wants to come over. Devlin does have a history with Dunn. Tyler Bate has a history with Dunn. We don't even know if Finn trusts those two guys. Trusts, you know, those three. I mean, it would have made more sense with Ridge and other, like, two other people, like, with Finn. But, Mm -hmm. you know, if it's not Finn, then I feel like, you know, Jordan wants to come over and make, you know, his name heard. And you know that's going to come up. He's going to go after Santos Escobar, and yeah, they're going to they unify got, they the. Got they, they got to unify the title, and you know, you know that Tyler Bate also has a good relationship with Pete Dunn. So, and they don't really like the UE. So, mm-hmm. so it's a possibility that they could, you know, make Mustache Mountain into a heel faction. Who knows? Um, but. Looking at the people on, like, the... Because, yo, they don't even have on the website a NXT UK roster on the app. The WWE did not have one. So I'm looking at it, like, well, that guy's too big. That guy's too big. I was thinking maybe 
Ilya Dragunov, but that doesn't really make sense. Devlin kind of makes sense. Yeah, uh, and the uh, Dragunov is skinnier than Finn. Yeah, but Devlin is kind of built like Finn, even though he's a little bit more muscular, but, you know, same height. Yeah. Uh, same with um, um, Tyler Bates. So it's it's a possibility that it could be somebody else, but I do think it is somebody possibly from NXT UK. Okay. If it's not Finn. Okay. If it's, if it's not Finn, I definitely feel that it will be somebody from NXT UK because that would make more sense. And especially if, you know, they do bring Jordan Devlin over to cause havoc with Pete Dunne to take over all the gold and become masters of both NXT UK and NXT. So. Interesting. All right, Kayla, what you got? I was thinking, um, I did not watch NXT. I just got the recaps. Um, I really couldn't tell, but did the hooded figure have gloves on? Yes or no? Did he have gloves on? I think he did, but what? If he didn't, I just watched. I just watched. Yeah, if he didn't, you could tell on the hands if it's Finn or not. But yeah, because of that one tattoo. But that yeah. could be another. But if he has gloves on, it yeah, could be Finn. It, it still could be Finn because if you automatically come out there with no gloves on, they're going. That's Finn, you know. So it's obvious. I know, so. right? Shit. That's what I was uh, saying. I think I. I think yeah he may have had gloves on but i honestly can't remember because i'm pulling a picture up right here where he's knocking o'reilly off the ladder and i really can't tell it looks like white gloves so thank god it finn i can't look at your body right there anyway sorry (laughs) (laughs) all right but needless to say with this it sounds like jelly may have been right again and so it's just like (laughs) (sighs) I don't ever doubt her, but it's just like sometimes she pulls these theories out of her ass and they end up being right. So go figures. All right. So, all right. So um, our uh, clairvoyant one, who's winning men's war games? Undisputed era, baby. Um, They're coming off now from being a heel faction for the longest time, for at least for the past two years. And um, I feel that they said that... uh, Kyle and Adam were definitely taking more of a face turn. So it would make mm-hmm. more sense that they win and, you know, finally, you know, cement themselves as the, again, as the top. It, it's not over between Pat and Adam by no fucking long shot. God, fuck. He's like Lana to me right now. I can't stand him. Um, another person that doesn't deserve to be in the spotlight it is. Don't get me wrong, Pat McAfee. I loved him when he did his, like, you know, the the, the sh- uh, pre-game, pre-shows and stuff like that and the watch-alongs. But uh, he's just one of those, like, one of those people that, you know, gets a chance. And there's other people out there that deserve the chance more than he does. And, but I definitely feel that UE finally gets revenge, especially since they've been jumped this whole time. And, you know, it, it would just make, it would make for more of a compelling storyline that if they win, then that, that way they go for the title. Um the tag titles at least again just to try to get back on top and then when it comes to North American and the other gold that's going to be difficult because you got carrying cross um back in the mix which does make me you know question if it is Finn or not because the fact that he's going to have a major storyline with Carrion and you've you've seen the vignettes you've seen like the not on on the show but on on Twitter, his Twitter. little his little vignettes on Twitter, 
and like his little pictures and all that stuff. So you know he's watching Finn. You know he's he's studying Finn, and it's only going to be a matter of time until we probably see Carrion and Finn go through the um, that three matches that similar to what Johnny and um, Adam went through, and we're going to yeah. get like that that level of hell match between those two, which I think would be a fucking banger. But I definitely think that UE gets the win. They get to finally, you know, they cement themselves as the top baby faces, baby face faction right now, since there actually is a lot of heels in NXT. I mean, you've got um, El Hilo de Fantasmo. They're all heels. You've got Ciampa, who's hit or miss. Uh, Thatcher's definitely a heel. Kushida is hit or miss because people say he's a heel, but you don't know. You've got Dream, who just keeps getting his ass kicked. Um, Gargano. Gargano, royal pin in the ass heel. So yeah, like there's a lot of major heels, so I think it'd be nice to see UE go back into a face mode. Just because, you know, I, I even though they, they piped it in, I love hearing them do the boom and Adam Cole, baby. It's like, I can't wait to go to another live show, go to WrestleMania, go to an NXT pay-per-view and be able to be a part of that again, because, you know, even when it's piped in, you get kind of chills. So. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, Kayla, if you were to ask me this about a year ago, or I don't know, maybe when Adam Cole was champion, if you would have asked me this, then my answer would have been totally different. Right. But I'm not saying that they're growing on me. I'm not saying that I'm going to add their theme song to my favorite list. It's not going to say that I'm going to buy them a merchandise from their, from the shop. Um, But the Undisputed Air, Adam Cole is kind of um, is getting my interest. I'm not going to say they're growing on me because they definitely have not grown on me. Um, right. But as far as war games um goes undisputed era baby is going to be on top i think you know Hold like Joel- time out time out he was not wearing gloves he was not wearing gloves it's not finn i don't think it was oh finn. okay, okay. not okay. Finn out all right so finn's up all right finn's off the list <laughs> yep i have to see if i can get a different angle but the guy was not wearing gloves i just have to slow it down sorry go back to talking <laughs> Breaking news, our jester has done some more research. Uh, <laughs> anyway, All right, Kayla, you were saying. No, but um, I am going to go Undisputed Era, baby. So, either go Time to Shine, even if they start, you know, breaking them up or how they want to do it, this is their Time to Shine on top again in NXT. Right. Question, what hand is the tattoo on? His left or right? Left. Okay. Okay, so... <sighs> Yeah, I'm with you on this. Like, Kayla, it's like, I've never been a big fan of UE. Been getting on my nerves for, like, the longest time. Um, But it's like, with the way that everything's been going the last few weeks and everything, it's like, I do see them actually coming out ahead in this match. We know Pete Dunn can handle his, handle business on his own. McAfee has no business in a War Games match whatsoever. Um. And Birch and Lurkin, they're always a toss-up and everything. So I'm so it looks like we're gonna be three for three on this one. There is no tattoo on either hand, unless they use okay. something 
but I'm looking at it. I slowed it down. I don't see any tattoos. And he even has one on his wrist. So the guy was wearing a gold mask. Um, he's very he's skinny. Hold okay. on. So it's not McAfee. Yeah, there is zero tattoos on the hands. So I, I definitely think Finn is out. I don't think it's Finn. Okay. Finn would have been a good choice. But also, I don't ever think I've ever seen Finn wear sneakers like that. What was that picture, Kayla? Well, it was a picture of Finn after he won the title, and I just showed the picture of his uh, tattoo on his left hand. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there is no tattoo on the hand. Okay, so it looks like we're looking at somebody from NXT UK. Totally different, yes. Especially since, especially since, yeah, since we just had another pop-up with the grizzled young veterans coming back, too, and everything. So, Which I was happy to see, by the way. I actually like that team. Um actually I think I met them. They were like okay. them and Birch and Orny, Oni, which is pretty cool. But you know, I just I like Grizzly Young Veterans. I think they're an awesome tag team. I think with them popping up with Oni and Lark uh Oni and Birch Hill getting their push, Fandango, like they're actually rebuilding and rebranding the tag division in NXT. So hopefully if that stays true i think that's going to push over more into um nx uh smackdown and raw which would be great because i'd mm -hmm. like to see those tag titles actually fucking defended and treated properly <laughs> right definitely definitely all right so i think we're should we just skip over the strap match because we kind of already know who's going to win that one and can they not call it a strap match <laughs> uses lesbians <laughs> okay let's just go to the women's war games okay uh, oh, that women's war games. Games even more <laughs> right <laughs> okay so we know for the women's war games match one team is set in stone with candace LeRae, raquel gonzalez uh dakota kai and a newly heel turned tony storm what the fuck with that was with that Okay, so the other match, I mean, the other team, uh, Shotzi, and Wikipedia has this as, and which, which is kind of what I thought it was going to be, that it's more likely going to be Shotzi, Ember Moon, Rhea Ripley, and Io Shirai, especially with Rhea since we know she's not going anywhere right now. Okay, so Kayla, who are you picking? For obvious reasons. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. No, um, if We're at a Bailey shirt. What are you talking about? Obvious. <laughs> She's the role model. What can I say? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> but um, Sachi, Rhea, Eo, Ember versus Candace, Raquel, Dakota, and Tony. Well, I'm, I love I love Dakota Dakota Kai's heel. I love Tony Storm. I've always have. But then you got the other team that you just love all loving together um so with miss ember moon finally back in nxt um joining three of my other absolute favorites on a team i think team sotsy's going to run all over team candace Larray. Alrighty. oh and oh. uh team candace um, you might want to remember to check all cage corners because EO is very known to jump off in high places. Right. 
<laughs> Which is it, something it, Candace it, should know very well since I think she jumped off onto Candace the last time they had a war game. Yep, that's why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. See, ref- see reference the last war games match. Exactly. Right, Jolie. Yeah, exactly. All right, Jolie. Well, if those are the set teams, then I definitely believe that you are going to have Miss Balls to the Wall, Shotzi Blackheart being the supreme team because Dakota isn't a flyer. Raquel isn't a flyer. Tony isn't a flyer. And Candace is the only one, but you've got Ember who can fly. Mm-hmm. You've got Rhea who can fly. You've got Shotzi who can sure as fucking fly. And you've got the queen of the sky, Io Shirai, who we all know will fucking amaze us with whatever she does off the top. So I definitely feel that we're going to get a double baby face win in the war games. And uh, Rhea's going to go two for two in the war games. All right. Three. Yeah. Three for three. I'm with, Yeah. Team Shotzi's going to take this out. So the only one we really disagreed on was the North American match, but well, it, it, that's a triple threat. So we all agree that Johnny Gargano shouldn't win it. So that's a plus. And they, that's definitely a plus. That's definitely. And plus. we all, we all know that, you know, Dexter Loomis, who scared the shit out of me when he first started up, he freaked me the fuck out. He's grown on me. And the dude is an awesome artist, by the way. Oh yeah, he's like, like he's talented as hell. So it's just like you know, I'm like I'm leaning toward the freaky dude. <laughs> and if they make uh the Thatcher Champa match, I'm going Champa. Yeah, same. No, but it's like the other day when uh, they had the camera straight on Loomis and everything. It's like with the eyes and everything. I actually had to turn away for a moment. I was like, ah. <laughs> It's like, it's creepy and a little hard to watch and everything. It's like, if he did not have this job as a wrestler, he sure as fuck could make a mint in horror industry. He would make the perfect fucking serial killer for any horror movie. Like, his stare, his demeanor, his his crawl, his walk. You just like, you just know that if you come up against that motherfucker in the woods, your motherfucking ass is dead. (laughs) That's definitely true. Okay, so with War Games coming up, I thought we'd just uh, pick our brains a little bit here and everything and just kind of do like a dream fantasy type booking here. So, Jolie, if you had to book your dream women's War Games match. Oh, that's easy. That is fucking easy. Charlotte, Becky, Sasha, Bailey versus Rhonda, Shayna, Marina and Jessamine. Give me that <laughs> fucking four versus four horsewomen in a side war games. Give me it. Put it in my veins. Put it on the screens. Charge double. Let's get it fucking going. That it right there is the dream match. That right fucking there. You cannot go wrong with that match at all. I mean, it, you have Sasha and who it will just fucking just des- destroy them. Charlotte will fucking Spanish fly somebody off the top fucking of the cage. Becky will disarm her, anybody through the ropes. And, you know, I mean, you also got, I mean, Rhonda and Shayna are probably the two better on the, on the other side. And we really haven't seen Jessamine or Marina, but yeah, that, that right there, that is my dream match. Um, Yeah. There, there is no ifs, ands, or buts. The men would be a little bit different, so 
Next. Oh, believe it or not, I actually picked the same match. Yeah. <laughs> no, because it's like everyone's been wanting that dream match for like the longest time and everything. And when you think about it, it's like if you had that dream match, you just regular match wouldn't work. So this would be the perfect scenario to block and, those and, eight women. And you got to think about it with Becky coming back. When she comes back, mm-hmm. she's going to come back as a face. She's not going to be a heel. No. You know she's going to team up with Sasha in some way, shape, or form. You know she's going to talk sense in the Bailey. And you know, damn right, you know, if Rana starts pick, if Rana comes back and starts picking on Charlotte, you know, damn well, those three are going to ride to Charlotte's defense. Mm-hmm. Especially if the other, t- other three are start jumping on her. Yeah. So, it's like, th- this is just, this is just, this is what is needed. This is what we as fans deserve. This is what the company deserves. And this is a fucking money match. This is a match that will not only bring eyes back into the business, it'll boost ratings and it will also help out with storylines in the future. And dear Vince, dear Stephanie, dear Triple H and dear Paul Heyman, fucking hire me. All right, Kayla, <laughs> which dream uh, women's war games match? What's your dream one? Three for three, baby. UFC ah. horsewoman versus the WWE horsewoman could not have it even better than that in a wars game match. All right, now let's get let's get a little tricky here, men. Kayla, oh god, what? <laughs> All right, go to your notes. Yeah, um, I thought about the men. In a way, it would be very tricky. Um, but I have the Undisputed Era on one side versus Karrion Cross, Dexter Loomis, Finn Balor, and Kevin Owens. And I picked... Those four is because we know Finn can fly. Finn is fast, quick. Um, Kevin is quick with those uh, rolling cannonballs that he does. Dexter, just the creepiness altogether, his athleticism. Cross is strong. He's um, more learning the more research. He's more into your dark side so he could come up. So between all four of their personalities, they would add up. And I think the Undisputed Era would be out of their minds, you know. So um, just just those four together would be like a dream in a way because, well, three of them because Dexter, he's still a little growing on me, but I think he would be a good add to the mix. But I kind of just focused on a little bit of the NXT because Kevin kind of does come, seems like he's coming back and forth a little bit now mm. um but i would definitely love to see cross finn and kevin just you know all together just team up because i think it would really be a good combination so awesome awesome uh jolly well i am going to go with the undisputed era on one side but i'm going to go with the hurt business on the other oh all right so you've Ooh. got two definite awesome factions right there. You've got 
battle-hardened Shelton and MVP. You've got Tank, um, Bobby Lashley, and you've got the Flyer and Cedric. And you've got the hard hitters in Fish and O'Reilly. You've got the Flyer in Cole and Strong. So it's definitely a, definitely a, a match that I would like definitely to see. And if I was going to do another one, like that was didn't include any of those. It would be retribution versus undisputed era. <laughs> oh, sh- <laughs> I, w- I was flipping back and forth between the hurt business and retribution because I would love to see Ali, Dijakovic, um, Slapjack, and uh, Mace um, in in the ring. So it's definitely like that was just something that I would love to see those four go against those four again. It's just. I would love to see Ali somehow involved in a, in a war games match, but just because I know how much he would risk to win it all. So, Oh <laughs> yeah. I was kind of thinking the same thing. Okay. But my, mine is okay. For my men's war games match, it's not UE at all. I took UE out of the equation. Oh, darn. <laughs> okay. So on one side, I put the hurt business. And then on the other side, I put a combined team of who I thought would probably match up equally and stuff like that. So my other team is Keith Lee, Mustafa Ali, Jeff Hardy, and I had to think of a fourth one, and I thought uh, I thought of Samoa Joe. Ooh. Okay, so <laughs> that'd be that'd be definitely interesting. That I mean, especially after the match that. Bobby and Keith just had like that You're was about to take the words out of my mouth. <laughs> like I, I I thoroughly enjoyed that match to be perfectly honest. And I can't, I don't really like Bobby Lashley matches because it's always the same thing. He beats the crap out of him, puts the lock on him and it's over and done with. And the person's laying there like a limp noodle, not mm-hmm. with Keith. Hell, no. not even not even when he faced Drew, which was actually very surprising and be- made me very happy that that was actually a good physical, hard fought match. Yeah, definitely. No, but it's like I was thinking about like individuals like who matched up well, and of course, like you just said, and everything this past Monday with Keith Lee and Bobby, that could have gone like either way. It wasn't the typical Bobby Lashley match and everything, and it's like the strength and strength together uh, matches up really well. Cedric and Ali, we know their history. We know how well those two can fly in the ring and everything. It's uh, Sh- uh, Shelton. Um, Shelton and Hardy match up the well the most. Hardy's more of a risk taker than Shelton, but they can both fly. They, they're about the same size and everything. And Samoa Joe is like, he's, he's a little bit of a, the, I think he, he would probably match up the well the best with MVP and everything it's like he is bigger and everything and if if you put those two in the ring together like talking back and forth I mean Joe can keep up with MVP no problem on that one either um so it's like that kind of like was like my little bit of like thinking behind this and everything and I know it's like an oddball and it's like with the it's kind of like a little bit of an oddball pairing with those four and everything but you do have youth you have size you have speed you have flyers all over the place so it's just that that was like the best way to match it up for me oh man oh and i and i was just thinking about this before we jumped to anything else they can't have war games at cwc 
how the hell are they going to fit both rings in there? They're moving them to the, I think, the new ring in Tampa. I, I don't know if they're taking it to Tampa oh, or not. Tro- oh, Tropicana? Yeah, because I think they're moving from Orlando to Tampa now. Oh, okay, okay. So they might yeah. be moving that over there, which would make more sense and make it a lot better. So, yeah, exactly. Because, like, I was telling, um, yeah, I was telling Steve, um, like, a couple of times and everything, I was like, how the hell? No, they, they can't have it there. It's too small. It's just like nuts. Oh, but either way, it's like War Games is going to be War Games and it's going to be awesome. Oh, yeah, it's fucking War Games. Of course. All right, so little uh, so before we get to the other upcoming T um, pay per view TLC, uh, I came across a couple of like rumors, theories, stuff like that. So let's hit up with the let's hit those up with a little bit of a uh, truth or bullshit on this one. Okay, so uh, sorry, Jolly, I'm gonna start with you on this one. So apparently after. Um, his main event match with Jeff Hardy, Ricochet did a little video saying to to Ali and everything that I understand what you're doing, but he doesn't really agree with it. And he's doing and said that I'm just going to be end up being better than you. But in the end, Ricochet joining Retribution, truth or bullshit? Probably bullshit because it's going to be somebody that they fight against. It's going to be like a nemesis, especially for Ali, even though ricochet says he understands what he's doing could i see it happen you know it would would i like to see it happen yes definitely i think it'd be great to have more wrestlers in the ranks and be a lot better for retribution in the long run um especially if the hurt business does bring anybody else into the fold with them but it's definitely more bullshit for me all righty Okay, so Kayla, this past week on Raw, we saw uh, Lana and Asuka team up against uh, Nia and Shayna. And after that, not, uh, Lana, she tweeted out a couple of things about her and Asuka. And then actually one of our own EDF uh, writers brought up, the fa- brought up a possibility of Lana and Asuka teaming up permanently as tag partners. So... Uh, so, what do you think? Truth or bullshit? Um, I'm going to say, I'm not going to say truth or bullshit on this. Because, um, no, I I don't see Asuka teaming up with Lana permanently. Um, depending, I guess you could say Asuka's a face right now. Um, so, knowing how Sasha, not Sasha, oh lord, I'm looking at the pop vinyl over here. So, I just happen to say her name. But um, <laughs> knowing what Asuka has been doing with her funny, crazy gimmicks, um, with her being a face, trying to, you know, live on Becky's legacy that, you know, with that title and her second reign, um, she might feel like that Lana needs help. Um, but as far as being her tag team partner, maybe not necessarily permanent, just make it, you know, maybe a one, maybe every once in a while thing. Um, But if you make them permanent, Lana will eventually get knocked out by Asuka because she will annoy Asuka. 
And Asuka don't take that. She get cussed out in Japanese and she'll be tapping out for the Asuka lock. So, um, but no, as far as maybe, like I said, help her a little bit to an extent. But um, as far as permanent, I don't see it being permanent. If it is, WWE, hire me, Kat, and Jolie as your writers. Because you've done completely, completely lost your mind if you do that thank you <laughs> and i'm over here laughing because you're not because it's like the the gestures uh coming up a, putting up a couple of uh, one finger salutes to that storyline but moving on <laughs> dear wwe don't you fucking dare keep putting her through a table that makes me happy even though I don't like Naya, I like watching Lana go through a table. So, it's a win-win. Okay. Okay, breathe. All right. TLC. They haven't started math. Um, uh, they start. Have, they haven't announced any matches for this yet, but we know it's coming. And most of these are going to be stipulation matches. So. Let's do a little fantasy booking, shall we, ladies? All right. So let's start with probably the one that's getting like the most buzz already and everything. And we know it's eventually coming, especially after what the hell happened at the end of Friday night. So, Jolie, we kind of already know that KO and Roman's going to happen and everything. How do you see this playing out as far as like what type of match? Most likely a tables match. I don't see them making that into a full-on TLC match. Um, I think they'll keep that more for the tag teams and the tag titles. So, um, But I definitely see them coming to blows. Um, it could be just a straight-up you know, hardcore street fight, to be perfectly honest, because he's sick and tired of everything that Roman and Paul are doing, especially after that promo that he cut on Paul on Talking Smack. So I, I can't wait to see how it goes. Um, I only got to see bits and pieces. I was working on Friday, so I haven't actually had a chance to catch up, but I read about it. So definitely liking the fact that uh, Owens is next in line to step up to uh, Roman. And I kind of like the other possibility of at uh, who they're saying for his WrestleMania opponent. Roman so I'm actually looking forward to this because I think his Wrestlemania opponent would definitely um, put Roman way over um, as a heel so either way this is going to be a very fun match and um, especially KO who comes from ROH who has the hardcore background and it doesn't matter what kind of match he puts him in Kevin Owens will always put everything on the wall and I just know him and Roman would Definitely put on one hell of a match if they put that on. Alrighty. Kayla? I'm actually going to have to agree with the Jolie on this one. Um, I would love to see a tables match or even the street fight match with those two. Um, way Roman's been doing stuff or our tribal leader has been doing stuff. Um, Kevin, seat, yeah. Kevin is frustrated. Um he's getting angry a lot of you know how kevin is when he gets that anger built up and he's ready to launch it um 
street fights, table match, whatever shall come up. It's going to be, like Jolie said, it's going to be one hell of a match. Um, I would be happy either way. Um, not too really fond of Reigns' um, heel turn right now, just the way the whole J and all this stuff is just its sensitive. Um, I'd be happy either way because I do like both of them in the ring. Um, but I'm definitely going to have to hopefully Kevin would come on top. So, but yeah, that would be one hell of a match for Kevin and Roman to go at it. But oh, yeah. um, Kevin, if this happens, watch your back. Jay Uso will be lurking. I think right. uh, if that does happen, he's going to have his back watched by either a Daniel Bryan or an Otis. So very true. You have to think that, you know, they went after Otis. They've gone after Daniel. So this is definitely going to be yeah something to look out for unless they put Daniel Bryan in a title match for something else, which I would definitely be here for. And that's <laughs> Daniel Bryan versus Sami Zayn. Oh man. Okay. So in regards to Roman and KO, I see street fight for sure. It could go either way, but yeah, Jay's uh, getting a long enemy list with all the attacks he's doing and everything. Okay. So Yeah. Okay, so for the other major title, WWE Championship, we actually have a triple threat on Monday to determine Drew's next opponent. And then I also heard that Braun, even though he got suspended, he's supposed to be end up being his uh, next opponent after all. And I saw an article that he's injured. Oh, Braun's actually injured? I think so. I have to yeah, double check. I saw, yeah, I saw the article too. Okay, all right. I take that. All right, let me take that one back then. Okay, so we have triple threat on Monday between Riddle, AJ, and Keith Lee to determine Drew's next opponent. Whether that's going to happen at TLC has yet to be determined, but at least we got to get through this part, part at least. So, Kayla, how do you see this playing out for TLC? Drew's next opponent. <laughs> um, uh, honestly, playing out... Um, if I really had to choose out of those three, I don't see Matt Riddle getting up there. If Matt Riddle gets up there, it will be, I don't know, not a squash match, but he'll give Close Drew. Yeah, he'll give Drew a run for his money, and then it'll be whatever. Uh, Keith Lee would definitely be a good shot for it. Um, but a part of me just thinks that AJ Styles is going to end up winning the triple threat and we're going to end up seeing Drew McIntyre versus AJ Styles. Which Alrighty. would be a which would be a good match. For definitely. What kind of ma- what kind of match would you see? I'm just catching you off guard, ain't I? Yeah, you are. I'm just th- no, I'm thinking cuz neither one of them I don't know, there's no such thing as a finisher versus finisher match, but I guess in a way uh, yeah, you catch me off guard. But no, um, basically, I'm just going to just name up one. Signature versus signature match. Basically, Claymore versus Style Cash, Clash or his other one, Phenomenal Forearm. So, um, but I wouldn't mind seeing them in a TLC match. Tables, ladders, and chairs would be even more, I guess, in a way. Or maybe throw it out there, Less Man Standing. Best one in the, you know, company, something to make it interesting, not your boring, no, one, two, three, you won match, you know, something 
maybe no disqualification match, depending how you want to, you know, book these two, how you want to make it interesting. Um, it can go either way. But Drew McIntyre, one of the most greatest wrestlers out there till this day, same with AJ Styles. Ever since he's came to WWE, he's, you know, been on his A game. You know, so either way, the outcome, the fans will love it. So, like we always state, regardless of what happens, the fans always win. With our- Alrighty. So. <laughs> Alrighty. Jolly? Definitely don't see Riddle winning. Um, I think I see coming down to AJ and Keith. If it was AJ versus um, Drew, I would say last man standing match um but if it was no i'm sorry if it was aj versus drew tables ladders and chairs if it was a keith lee versus drew last man standing match just because keith can take a lot of punishment and he just keeps getting back up so that that's my it, it's those two. I don't see them giving Riddle any shot at the title, especially with all the heat he's been getting. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. But okay, and I apologize for the dog barking. Um, I don't know if you guys could hear that. Um, so yeah, no, I definitely see Keith versus um, I would rather see Keith versus Drew to be perfectly honest. If I was gonna do the Drew AJ match, I would save that for, say, Rumble or WrestleMania, just because um, not that Keith does not deserve a match of that statute. He's not there yet for me, and I think with the legendary status that both Drew and AJ have with them, it deserves Mm -hmm. to be a Rumble or um, Mania type match. So I would prefer to see Drew versus Keith in a last man standing match. And then I would like to see Drew versus AJ at either Rumble or Mania. And I want to see Randy stay the fuck out of it just for a little while longer. Oh, we're, I'll bring him up in, in a minute. But in regards to this one and everything, I, I love Keith Lee. That's my Texas brother. I'm always in his corner. But as far as like with this triple threat and everything for a title opportunity, I'm going to pick AJ only because I see Drew retaining and I don't want Key to lose his first title match on main roster on Raw. So uh, for the triple threat itself, I'm going to go AJ to win. And then with him and uh, Drew doing a TLC, uh, doing a TLC match at the pay-per-view and everything. Because with Keith Lee, I definitely see, after what happened on Monday, I definitely see Keith going more towards the United States title and winning that one. So, because I, I want, I want him, them to kind of like, like slowly get like his accolades together and everything like that. Don't shoot him up tops like right away and everything. And just, he'll, it'll just, uh, it's better for like a slow build with him on title wise before instead of just like going straight for the top one. So if that makes any sense whatsoever. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. But I, I don't, I don't think if he lost against Drew, it would hurt him in any way. And in fact, it would actually elevate him. 
and push him more towards the uh, United States title, if you think about it. Like, all right, well, I'm not at Drew's level yet. All right, let me go for Lashley. I almost had Lashley. I beat Lashley. So in the back of his mind, if I can almost beat Drew, I know sure as hell I can beat Lashley. Okay. All right. So speaking of T, all right. So speaking of TLC matches, um, you just brought up this one, Jolie, with Daniel Bryan and one Sami Zayn and everything. This one I do see a TLC match coming about because um, I didn't watch all of SmackDown, but Sami won against Daniel Bryan via disqualification. Pussy. And so um, I definitely <laughs> so I definitely see those two hooking up again and everything. And Daniel Bryan's already admitted. He, I mean, he definitely wants the Intercontinental title. So I definitely see those two TLC match. Would you agree, Jolie? I would say more of a ladder match, but I would see it um there. I went ladder because, like I said, I prefer the TLC matches for the tag teams just because TLCs were created by tag teams. So that's why I prefer them for the tag titles over singles matches, just because it's more action. So I prefer okay. ladder matches, um, okay. especially with Sammy and, again, El Generico, ROH, and um, Brian Danielson, um, the American Dragon, going one-on-one would be a fucking amazing ladder match. So... I am all for whatever match those two have. They put on a fucking absolute banger on SmackDown from everything that I've read. I said nobody had an issue with that match at all. So, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. And when it happens again, right now, the people that they're putting in these matches, it, it, the fans win. And if people keep bitching, that's on them for bitching about, you know, replayed matches. Well, those are the matches that bring his eyes, brings eyes to it. And if, you know, this also helps Daniel do what he wants to do, helps him elevate stars that aren't technically necessarily elevated, but they, they're to a certain degree because Sammy is elevated, but this will push Sammy again, just like with Roman over the edge as a top heel. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Kayla? Um, either match for both of them are... Definitely a great opportunity. Um, I'm really very, very annoyed with Sami Zayn right now. I don't like his character. Um, but honestly, his heel work is probably one of the best right now. Um, him and Daniel definitely put a match over, regardless of the outcome of the match. Rather, it's ladders, um, whatever kind of crazy match they come up with. Um it will be best um, and hopefully it should definitely with Daniel Bryan definitely would put Sammy over top of his heel and uh, Sammy for crying out loud, stop cheating. Okay. Find a, find, just find a way to actually win normally. Thank you. <laughs> normally, <laughs> normally, <laughs> man. No, because it's like, yeah. Cause it's like, he put the title up against uh, Apollo Cruz and everything. Um, and so like he wanted a count out on that one because he tied up Apollo on the outside and then uh, he walked he went count out again the other day so yeah it's just like put up or shut up okay so all right so we brought up Randy Orton and so we definitely see him in the fiend hooking up uh for a match and everything especially with their history now 
The only question I have is, is this going to be a one-on-one match or is this going to be a mixed tag match? What do you think, Kayla? Well, I could actually see both. Um, it would really depend how the ego of Ort would work. Um, but more than likely, it could be a one-on-one, which would be very good. Um, but to mix it up to add maybe to the storyline, have Fiend and Alexa versus Orton and Nikki Cross, which yeah, I don't think there'd be. No. So that would be in a way, you know, build it up. Um, maybe have Nikki and Orton win. What it's going to do is going to anger Alexa and the Fiend. So it's going to continue to build it up a little bit. So, um, so then we could possibly see the Fiend versus Orton, Alexa versus Nikki. And, you know, at this rate, it'll probably be a fire fun, firefly funhouse match. But we know how those matches go. Um, <laughs> Weird as fuck. <laughs> but anyway, either way of how it goes, I could actually see both of them. Um, because definitely what's going on between Alexa and Nikki is not over. Um, definitely not going to be over from The Fiend and Orton because The Fiend don't forget. Um, cause every time it shows him burning down the compound, it's just like, okay, it's building up more. So, um, either way, like I have said in the past, I'm not a huge fan of the fiend, never been a fan of Bray Wyatt. Um, but the whole twist with Alexa bliss has got me pulled in. So I've loved Alexa. I've always been a fan, heel or face, um, Orton, he, he can irritate you sometimes, but you know, He's intrigued. Uh, he's got, you know, we're pulled into it now. You got Nikki in the mix. So wherever the storyline is going as far as matches and everything, you got my interest, WWE. You got it. And don't let us down. Just keep pushing towards it. But uh, but Orton, I, yeah, I think you did the wrong thing. You should have never burned a compound down. You just should have just left the country. <laughs> he never should have burned down the she shed. <laughs> I remember that segment. It was killer. I loved it. Oh, but, all right, Jolie, one-on-one or mixed tag? One-on-one. It, it's it's kind of redundant to bring Nikki in because she really has no ties to Orton at all. And it'd be kind of odd to put a very, very face Nikki with a very, 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 very evil heel Randy. So okay. I, I don't see that happening. What I would like to see, if, if they still do it, you know, let's bring fire into this. Let's make it an Inferno match. Okay. You know? Okay. You know, okay. Br- bring it back to the days of when he was fighting The Undertaker. You know, do something along those lines. Um, he shouldn't have burned down his she shed. We know this. Um, I'm, I'm digging what Alexa and Nikki are doing. I, I'm digging how Alexa won that match where she's like, where am I? Who am I? You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then, then, bam, Sister Abigail out. So I'm completely digging that. Um, so again, we'll just have to wait and see what that storyline goes. I don't see them actually having a match with TLC. I could see them waiting for um, some sometime else, uh, maybe even at the Rumble or have them in. I think this, this storyline is too invested especially with Nikki and Alexa to end right now. It needs to keep going. And I can see it escalating into a final blowout at WrestleMania. So 
we're going to shelve that match for right now. It's just going to keep escalating. And what I think it might do is actually drive out crazy Nikki again. I hope so. I really miss her. And by the way, WWE, screw you for messing up her music. I know y'all had to like change a bunch of musics and everything like that, but you could have given her something more on the line of what she did have, like in the same stratosphere. Well, I think they're working with what they can right now. And I think a lot like with Keith Lee, where they're able to work and tweak their music, they will. So right now, uh, she probably just has something generic and they'll probably you know, work on something for her character when she goes back to crazy Nikki. Her theme really didn't work for a good girl, Nikki, to be perfectly honest. Um, so yeah, I would love to see Fiend versus Orton in an Inferno match or some type of fire stipulation match. They have to put them through a flaming table. I don't know. Similar to what Edge did to Mick Foley back in the day. Um, mm-hmm. You know, or a buried alive match. I, I don't want to go to the Firefly Funhouse matches just yet. You need to say you need to save those matches for bigger events. Uh, again, TLC is not a staple. You've, your staples are SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, and um, Mania. So having like maybe say have the match at Rumble, or even save the cli- climax of this match. Uh, till mania which again they could they could definitely do and yes that pushes off orton from getting more titles but it also gives other people chances to win the title from drew so i'm actually kind of like you know i'm glad that he's got this storyline with the fiend and this has been again you know this wonderful thing called storytelling you know the thing that people keep bitching about that wwe doesn't do anymore well i I don't know what storytelling any other company is doing right now Besides, you know, the murder mystery on uh, Impact, which is kind of funny. Um, I mean, hell, have we even seen Miro on AEW since he came back to stand up for whatever that dude's name was? Uh, You know, like, he's been freaking sidelined on that show. So it's like, you know, the storylines are just like blah right now in other Mm -hmm. shows. But this is some fucking long-term fucking storylines that are all coming to fruition on multiple WWE TV shows. And, you know, that's all I've ever heard people bitch. Well, where's the stories? And, well, I don't want storylines. Make up your fucking money. Either you want the storylines or you don't. If you don't want storylines, then go to AEW. That's perfectly fine. They don't believe in storylines there. I'm, that's what, <laughs> that is what Cody has said. If you want storylines and if you want long-term storylines, then stick around. This is going to get good. No matter how much you hate and bitch about Vince doing this and doing that. The people that are in the ring right now, they're telling good fucking stories. And one of the best fucking stories is going to be the women's tag title match. Oh, women's tag. Oh, okay. All right. Well, what do you see? All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I just watched Liv's uh, documentary. Apparently this okay. is filming for 18 months. Um, and there was just something that Ruby said at the end that, you know, they're giving us this ball and we're not letting it go that they're going to run with this. So I see the Riot Squad facing Nia and Shayna in a TLC match. And I see Lana coming out, as much as it pains me, as a distraction and helps put Nia through a table, allowing the Riot Squad to win the tag titles. I'm down for that. (laughs) I just feel that Ruby and Liv deserve this. And I feel that I, I pray that when both her and Eric are healthy after Sarah has her baby and Eric is ready to come back after surgery. 
that somehow Sarah gets rehired because I heard rumors that she was going to be rehired. So I really hope that that's true, that she is going to be rehired and brought back into the company because I, I just feel that she has much more to give. Mm-hmm. And I feel that it's kind of kind of um, sad without Sarah there when they win the titles, to be perfectly honest. Because right. I, I mean... The Riot Squad was amazing from day one when they stepped in. They jumped Becky, they jumped Charlotte, they jumped Naomi. And then you had that clash between them when Becky came back from filming The Marine. And, you know, that pop and everything after that, you know, it just, it just, they they have culminated and they've gone through so many ups and downs and trials and tribulations. And with one of the things was they were supposed, Ember and they were supposed to have a match and they canceled it last minute. And the I saw per- that clip on Twitter. The person that actually pushed, and I will say this, Paul Heyman, thank you. Thank you for not giving up on Liv. Thank you for, you know, seeing that she's this clean slate and this badass and giving her the chance. And the Riot Squad deserve the titles. And if they win the titles, they're going to, I feel that they win the titles, they will be going to NXT and challenging people because I would love to see riot squad versus shotzi and somebody of her choosing just because i know shotzi and um ruby are are good friends and i think they've even wrestled in the past so that's something i'm looking forward to so i want the women's tag title matches in a tlc match and hell it could even be a triple threat tlc match you know throw 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 an nxt tag team in there throw throw oh i don't know candace and indy hartwell okay and Dakota, so, Dakota Raquel. Raquel, there we go. Make it a fucking yeah. triple threat tag team title shot TLC match. And, you know, just there's so much they can do. And it would definitely boost the women's tag division. So, right. Oh my God. I'd so be down for all that. What do you think, Kayla? Yeah, definitely. Uh, tag team titles, TLC. Um, have Lana get rid of uh, Naya through a table or something. Um, but I won't go into detail, but um, Riot Squad definitely deserves the titles. Um, they've deserved it in a long time. Um, speaking of the Riot Squad, I don't know see if I could pull it back up. Uh-huh. Uh, Bailey did tweet out a picture of all three of them, Liv, Sarah, Liv, Sarah, and Ruby that says the in the women's division is better because of the riot squad. Hashtag live forever. And that came from Bailey herself. So um, regardless if her got her heel going on right now, I definitely know that we maybe even can see Bailey might help out a little bit in that match. Um, Cause that shows that she's definitely rooting for um, the riot squad herself. So, um, but like Julia said, if the Riot Squad gets it, they will definitely go down to NXT and defend those titles because I love Nia and Shayna having those titles, but honey, staying on Raw is not making you looking good. Sorry. You got two other brands that would love to have a chance with you. You may kill them and squash them to the end, but they would like a chance to say they had an opportunity. So. <laughs> but hashtag riot squad needs titles asap there you go <sighs> all right so last but not least let's all right let's get to the women's matches okay so smackdown women's title match that's a no-brainer we got you know you're gonna have 
um, Sasha and Carmela eventually hooking up for the title because Carmela can't mind her own business. I was glad to see that Sasha was able to get, get her back a little bit on Friday, but you know those two are going to end up clashing in the ring. All right, so Kayla, if you have those two going for the title, what kind of a match would you put them in? Chair match. Uh, because I think with the history of Sasha and Bailey with the chairs, um, that would definitely give them an upper hand. We'll give her an upper hand. Carmella, I don't think I've ever seen her use a chair on anybody, but um, definitely. Well, maybe Corey. Uh, Corey don't count. <laughs> but um, no, I definitely could probably see a chair match for them if there was a stipulation to it. Um, but I'm really not digging the whole new Carmella look. I just not Me seeing neither. it. Me neither. But um, either way, whatever matches in it, um, I really don't. It, it would be a good match. But I honestly would not see Sasha losing her title to Carmella. If they do, uh, if they give it to Carmella, I will write an angry article about it. And I'm sure Kat will write an angry article about it. So pick your poison. I might even <laughs> write an angry article about it. Why anymore? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. This, uh, yeah, this uh, queen would. Definitely go off on a rant big time if that were to happen because it's like uh, myself and the Sasha crew would not be happy at all if that were to happen. No, I would rather her lose it, it. I would rather her lose it to Bailey again than give it to Carmella. I'm just saying, okay. If yeah, I had, to, I, would, I don't want her to lose it at all. I don't <laughs> at either. Least not I'm right now. I mean, I I do love her having a title. I'm just saying, if you're going to choose somebody, have another rematch with Bailey. Give it to Bailey again. Don't give it to Carmella. I mean, yeah, really? Exactly. Seriously? <laughs> All right. Now, for me, yeah, just like if you were to do any kind of stipulation, make it like a small one with like chairs or kendo sticks, but nothing major because, I mean, Sasha Sasha's not losing that match regardless, but uh, Jolly? Would you have any kind of stipulation match or Corey Graves on a pole match? I don't know. Um, <laughs> oh, Lord. St stipulation. I, I I mean, I don't see chairs. Chairs is kind of her and Bailey thing. So I would take the chairs and leave that away. Mm -hmm. I would say possibly kendo stick or hell. Fuck it. Throw in a lightsaber. Um, something. But if she loses to Carmella, which I don't think that she should. Um, if anybody's going to take the title from Sasha. Um, it should be the EST. Um, and that is only because Becky's not here. Uh, so yeah, that, that's my prediction is that, you know, she's just going to beat the hell out of her. Like kendo stick, um, kendo stick on a pole match or a guitar on a pole match, something that, you know, just something simple where they don't actually have to get hurt too much because these TLC matches are, are very dangerous. Hell, all right, you know what? Fuck it. Put it through a table match. I would love to see Carmella to go through a table because I'm so sick of her already. I she's she's the type of heel right now that I absolutely despise. I absolutely hate. I hate these girls. I hate Valley girls like her. I hate people like her. Uh, I, I don't hate. I loathe. Loathing is better because loathing means I actually have no feelings towards them whatsoever. I just think they're pieces of shit. And she just <laughs> reminds me of everybody that has ever bullied me in high school. So she's doing her job. 
So yeah, I, I definitely would like to <laughs> see a um like a tables match and Carmella get put through a table and you know knock down a peg or two because she is not the best wrestler. I, I hate that they constantly want to put the title on her. They constantly want to put her in the spotlight. She's better, I think, would be in a tag division or even as a mid carter not a main title holder because I hated her title run when she won money in the bank, which she won illegitimately because of fucking James Ellsworth, that piece of scummy shit. (laughs) Ah, totally agree. Totally agree. All right. So if there's this last one, the the last one I can think about would be the um, raw women's title match. It's a puzzler for me, Jolie, because I don't know who they would make number one contender. Um, it could possibly be uh, someone like Lacey. Um, you know, just a, a, a squash match, to be perfectly honest, for Asuka. But, you know, if they finally decide to pull the trigger, make it Naomi joining the Hurt Business and have her go out okay. the title. Okay. Since we, since we pretty much, at least me and Kayla figured out, it's not her on the mass Singer, so they should yeah, it's like so. Hopefully, we sh- we'll be seeing her sometime eventually. Yeah. So my 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 guess and my uh my feeling is that it should be Naomi going against uh for the title, and you know what? It doesn't have to be a stipulation match. It could just be a regular good old fashioned match. And at the end, after Oscar beats her, have MVP come out and console Naomi, making her become part of the Hurt Business. Perfect. Perfect. Um, we talked about Carmella should not be wrestling. I had to go find this before I said it. Carmella, do me a favor and just go back to be the cheerleader for the New England Patriots. How long ago was that? <laughs> uh, she the she was a cheerleader for the New England Patriots for three seasons, ending in 2010. Wasn't she also a Laker girl? She su- successfully auditioned for the Los Angeles Lakers dance team, appearing as a Laker girl during 2010 and 2011. Ah, okay. <laughs> so yeah, just go back to the Patriots, please. Thank you. Have a good day. Yeah, both suck. <laughs> All right, but uh, Kayla. So Asuka's next opponent is <laughs> well, to probably, like Julie said, probably to eventually try to get Naomi back into the picture. Um, she they might try to throw Lacey Evans at her um this right probably have peyton royce or somebody you know something to book her so she can say hey i defended the title um but as far as actual opponent i would definitely like to see naomi get a shot at the raw women's championship okay yeah uh vince uh i i, I think naomi's cleared so it's like any day now would be lovely i know right come on please for the love of all that's holy, you've got Jay who's on fucking or Jimmy on SmackDown right now showing up. She can show up. Give us something. I mean, the only other person I could see maybe fucking challenging for the title is Reckoning. Um, or, you know, possibly, yeah, no, just Reckoning. Uh, Mia Yim. I, I was going to say maybe bring somebody up from NXT. Um, but before we top off, I have an idea about that uh, that whole Zia Lee and Boa thing. And oh, who, please! It's I. I feel that it is Karen Q. I think they're creating a faction. I think the woman in the chair was Karen Q. I haven't seen much of her on Twitter or Instagram lately. So I know she's due to come back from her injury, 
And it would make sense if they make a faction. Uh, you're going to have to help me out with this one. Uh, who, who's that? <laughs> uh, she broke her leg twice, I think, and she's, she was out on surgery. Um, okay. like she broke her, and when she came back from that, she broke it again. So she's actually pretty good in the ring. They actually were a tag team a while ago, her and Zaylee. Oh, okay. So they're they're actually friends. So it, when I saw that it was a woman, and mm-hmm. people started saying, "Oh, it," you know, who it could be? They at first I thought it was like maybe they they did a trick thing where it was Zaya sitting in in the chair with her. But then somebody said, "Well, what about Karen?" It's like it could be Karen Q. I mean, that would actually be an honest to good uh, person to put in there. Um, I think that they would make an awesome stable and having her be the quote unquote master, like the mastermind of all this, the one in charge would be perfectly awesome. And honest to God, to give us something cool and different on NXT. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm just looking. Okay. Now, now she's bringing a bell. That I was, Yeah. Because it's like, I was seeing those uh, segments the other day and I'm trying to figure out who this person was and everything. It was just- very, very strange. Yeah. So yeah, that that that's my prediction for that. Um, I, I wanted to bring this up earlier when we were talking about NXT, but it completely blew my mind. And I was like just flicking through Twitter and then, or not Twitter, I was flipping through YouTube to when I was looking for the clip just of the guy pushing the ladder to see if he had any tattoos on his hand. And um, they brought up that clip of those two in a car going somewhere. And so I thought, you know, that storyline has actually been very interesting on nxt any in regards mm-hmm. to anyway so oh yeah definitely oh lordy lordy all right all right so let's go ahead and just wrap that up there because uh unless any of y'all had any final thoughts i hope everybody had a lovely holiday weekend i hope everybody stayed safe and to any person that traveled this weekend out of state in state and decided to do large family gatherings go fuck yourself I stayed in the I stayed in the Houston area, but we had about 15, 20 people, but that's our family, so I, I can't help it. <laughs> when your two cousins' kids have come in contact and now they're waiting, like they okay. came in legitimate contact, and the fact that we had multiple people from out of state come to my job this weekend, it. Yes, we have cut capacity. Only 50 people max are allowed in our store. Um, that's including staff. So still, it's it's a very it's a very real thing. And seeing the pictures from Black Friday, um, there's a thing called the internet, and it's great because there's online shopping. Um, which, by the way, Pro Wrestling Tees has deals right now. Yeah, 20% off. 20% random. Oh, I mean, well, this is gonna. Uh, well, this is gonna drop after the sale ends, but oh well. <laughs> but they're yeah, gonna, they're going to have multiple sales during the holiday season. Every site does. Yes, yeah, so, and we also have two. Yeah, we have two stores up: one at Pro Wrestling Tees, one at Spreadshirt. You can go to our website for both links. Uh, QueensTakeoverPodcast.com. So yes, definitely hit up hit those up for some of our latest merch, and we are gonna also have deals coming up on Spread uh, the Spreadshirt one. All right. Well, that's all we have for this uh, episode of Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one.